Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third and final today of the Live With Hank Show Hour. My scheduled interview did not call in yet so we will continue to have the fun that we're having i've got a few of you who's actually sent me emails and uh, people who are follically challenged and on tv uh, now one of them is brian stetler on uh what you call it uh, msnbc is he msnbc or cnn that's not really a real New well, it's a show. It is a show. So you got me there. You are right. I think his. I think I have better numbers than he does in a uh, a Michigan-based radio show uh, that is in you know Michigan, <laughs> as opposed to him on CNN. But you are correct. So there's one. I never said nobody. Another one of you wrote. Oh, is diehard. That's right. Uh, someone had emailed and said something about Bruce Willis and him in. Uh, bald men being big and macho, whatever. Bruce Willis is actually a very small guy. Ran into him. He was doing a diehard two or three, I think, uh, in New York City. And we almost ran into each other as he came to a corner and I came to a corner. Now he was surrounded by people. So I guess I, w I wouldn't say he would. I would have ran into one of his bodyguards probably. Uh, but that was interesting. If you've ever seen a set, that was the kind of cool thing about being down in New York City where they would do a lot of movies and I lived in New York for almost two and a half years in, in Manhattan, down at the very end there, Battery Park City. Two and a half years, I think, I was there. And I saw several movie sets. And that Die Hard was the one where there was a uh, a subway car that was half into the ground and half out, uh, out of it. That was uh, what was he was taping at the time I saw that. That was pretty cool to see that. And the other cool thing was in Wall Street they were doing a Batman movie and they changed the whole street, the fronts of the streets uh, to look like whatever it looked like on Batman. That was pretty cool. But she's right. It was Die Hard. Uh, that's what I was trying to think of. Mark writes, Steve Harvey, he's bald but has a great mustache. Now, Steve is a host of a game show and he's black. Black guys look really good bald, right? Black guys look better bald, I think, than white guys. And he says he has a great mustache. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, if, you, if you're... Uh, do women like mustaches? There's a question we can go. Some people are probably thinking, you are going so far afield of what you usually talk about. We're just, I'm having fun. Last hour was a lot of fun. I haven't had that much fun in, in a while because we're always tackling the, the big uh, issues. Uh, George writes, don't forget Dr. Phil. You got me. You're right. Dr. Phil is a bald guy. But, again, it's not straight news. Maybe I was referring... I actually was referring to both, but I was thinking more of uh, uh, news shows. Think of the anchors of ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. Well, they're not news shows, but they say they are. Uh, all the Fox anchors. I can't think of any that are bald. Also, uh, we were talking about lockdowns. 
way back in the first hour. I was talking about this piece I wrote, and if you have not seen it, I would ask you to please read it because it proves everything. It vindicates me to the end from everything I've ever said about the media. Detroit Free Press attempts revisionist history and reports we were never ordered to stay at home in Michigan during the pandemic. And I give you what they wrote two Sundays ago, on the 13th. Detroit Free Press, David Boucher and a couple other contributors wrote an article in which they said, quote, some of the claims attacking Governor Gretchen Whitmer and other Democrats are too broad, lack context, or simply inaccurate. There was, there never was a lockdown per se, end quote. I give you the definitions of per se, by or in itself intrinsic, intrinsically. I give you the definition of intrinsic, intrinsically, of or relating to the essential nature of a thing. And I ask, how do the words per se fit into this statement? And that's why those of you who listen to me and read the article, I keep using the word per se in all the wrong places because I'm making fun of them, to be honest with you. So they said, quote, there was never a lockdown. Well, let me, I quoted it. Quote, there never was a lockdown per se, end quote. Well, then I pointed the Detroit Free Press to Executive Order 2020-21, where Governor Whitmer told them they're not telling you the truth. That's what Whitmer's telling you in this. They're not telling you the truth. 2020-21, Executive Order, issued on March 24th, 2020, at 12.01 a.m., said this, quote, subject to the exceptions in Section 7, all individuals currently living within the state of Michigan are ordered to stay at home or at their place of residence, end quote. Within the same order, she tells you, if we catch you, we can charge you with a misdemeanor. And it gets better. One of the author, authors we discovered actually asked a question, Dave Boucher of the Detroit Free Press, of Whitmer, I don't know how long ago, but asked a question where he said, quote, and in part, that's particular probably because there were lockdowns or stay-at-home orders in place, end quote. So he does know that there were lockdowns. So what does that prove? That proves what I've always said. These people will do anything to protect their clients. Whitmer's a client of theirs. They'll do anything. They'll say anything. They'll make themselves ridiculous. Do you think they didn't know that there was an executive order that had a lockdown? Or, sorry, they used the word uh, ordered to stay at home. Let me see here. What's her name? Uh, Gina writes, quote, Hey, Rank, I was deemed essential. Yeah, so was I, guys. You know what I got for it? Nothing. I didn't get... Teachers got $500 for working from home. Hazard pay. Us who actually went into the hazard? Got nothing. Quote, I was deemed essential during the non-lockdown. I literally had to carry a letter with me during the hours I was traveling back and forth to work. It had to state where I was going in the hours we were open. I call that martial law, maybe not a lockdown. Well, Gina, I actually had to carry a letter that said I was allowed to be out. It was issued by the federal government. And I was, 
I was to be given gasoline if there was any type of uh, prohibition on people who can get gasoline. That's the letter I got to uh, carry around because I was essential and got paid nothing else, nothing extra, not $500 for staying at home. Received an email from Mark. He says, you are right. All of the news anchors have big hair, men and women. See, I told you. I told you I don't make this stuff up. Alex writes, hey, Rank, alcohol is available everywhere and it's easily obtained. Does it follow the DUI charges against an individual be vacated or treated with kids gloves because of this fact? What is he talking about? He's talking about the nominee who I sincerely believe should not be, she shouldn't be on any bench. I can't believe she got on uh, the bench. She was 80 years and I don't know if it was a district court. Now she's been one year in a uh, appeals court possibly. If you say you can't two things, you can't define what a woman is. And I asked you guys to send me emails or call. Let's have some fun with that. If you can't define what a woman is because you're not a biologist, that means any of us cannot determine that we have a dog or a cat or a bird or anything else because we're not vets, veterinarians, right? Now, I assume if you go and get a letter from them, I would assume then... You can call your dog a dog or you can call your cat a cat. So that's, oh, and and that's why I was trying to remember why uh, this came up about the charges. She was also using the excuse of it's too easy these days to get child pornography on the Internet. Really? I, I, I didn't know that. Did you guys know it was that easy? And due to that, people who consume child pornography, she said, now by consuming mean viewing so they don't have sex with children, they don't force kids to have sex with, with each other, they don't, at least to the best knowledge that she has, they aren't producing it, they should be let off on much, 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 much lesser charges or jail time. In this case... Federal government said 90-something months, if I remember correctly. The prosecutor said 24 months, and she said three months. For someone, she should not be on the court, any court. That is someone who's lacking good judgment, I think. And imagine, she may actually get on the court. It looks like she will, because the Democrats have no problem with someone who thinks that way when it comes to child pornography. Did they not know this was in this woman's background? And then I was trying to tell you, I was I was trying to remember that word and I forgot to come back and tell you. I remember it. She said, well, listen, it's not that I just gave them three months. I had them under strict supervision. So they can only have so much amount of time on the internet. Oh, really? They got to be on the internet even for a second? And what kind of strict supervision? Oh, well, you know, we put this on their computer and we'll know when they're on uh, the Internet. Really? What if they use their friend's computer? What if they use someone else's computer? How many times have we heard that they've been monitoring these people? Oh, well, yeah, it's all here. We didn't know they were doing all that. I guess no one was looking at it. 
269-441-9595. You listen live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. Well, you don't have to wonder who's crying now much longer. It's Cory Booker. Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey. As was reported, Booker, a black Democrat. See, it's all the media is just so into color. A black Democrat from New Jersey said he could no longer hold back his emotion over how Jackson has conducted herself in the face of combative questioning about her handling of child pornography cases, her representation of accused terrorists, and her views on anti-racism teaching in schools. Oh, my God. It's kind of like she's been asked about why does she rape people when she was in high school? It's kind of like that, right? And, and what about, Corey, uh, all those uh, the yearbooks you went through? Why didn't you go through her yearbooks, Corey? <laughs> you big baby pansy. And he's a senator. Yeah, that's what we need. We need uh, a Putin to see one of our senators crying over a Supreme Court nominee being the, the first black woman to possibly get on the Supreme Court. Never mind that she seems to uh, have a little bit of a um, soft spot in her heart for child people who consume child pornography. You know, let's, you know, let's not worry about that. Yeah, and she, you know, she's not the brightest one out there. She can't name, give a definition of a woman uh, because she's not a biologist. Uh, so, so I would have asked her what I heard last night. So do you have a dog? Yes. How do you know? You're not a vet. Right? 269 95. Here's the headlines. Again, revisionist history and protecting Jackson heading for likely confirmation despite GOP darts. Really? I wonder how the AP represented the attack, the sexist attack by the left on Amy Coney Barrett or even Kavanaugh. All of that. Fact check. Republicans skew Jackson's record on crime. AP. No, they didn't. They didn't skew it on all. You know what a skew is to the AP? It's true. It's true. And you even got the FBI pulling for her. They're not supposed to be political. An FBI field office canceled a celebration for her nomination after supervisors conducted the event or concluded the event violated the agency's commitment to nonpartisanship. Oh, you think so? And... She has a soft spot in her heart for people who consume, and I, I want to make the distinction, consume as opposed to are involved in child pornography, meaning if they just look at it, it's just too easy for them to get it. So that's why I give them slaps on the wrist. The Washington Free Beacon received an internally circulated email from the FBI's Los Angeles Women's and Black Affairs Committee. You, have, you know what? Why don't you just do FBI work? Dated March 11th, the advertised save a date for an interview with the agency's assistant director in charge of the L.A. field office on a nomination party for Jackson. The FBI must remain neutral in all political nomination and confirmation processes accordingly. A party for a nominee in FBI space would be inappropriate. That's how bad things are out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's how bad the FBI is. All of them. And that's why they didn't want Trump around. Because he was exposing it all. 
That's why they got, they did all they could to get rid of him. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five is the number. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jim, thanks a lot for calling in. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, the uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, her uh, chief secretary or whoever she was, was married to the Anthony Weiner. Right, Huma Huma Abedin or something like that was her name. And Anthony yeah. Weiner was a uh, was that pedophile? Was he sending it to kid young yeah. underage? Pictures yep. of him naked or something like that? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it runs in the family, right? The Democrat family, I guess. And she, I guess she was also connected to the Arab Spring or something, too. Ah, I don't know. She was probably connected to a lot. All right, Jim. Thanks a lot for calling yep. in. Thank Yep. All right. 269-441-9595. Here is Ted Cruz. Uh talking about that nomination the other day, I think it was two days ago, that he was um, bringing up what happened to Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. It was nothing. What's happening with this woman is all about her policies, all about her soft spot in her heart, it appears, uh, for people who consume child pornography. It's not about going back and looking at her, every word that was written in her high school yearbook. They weren't even worried about the medical yearbook for Governor Northam. He was either the KKK guy or the blackface guy. Nothing happened to him. Here's Ted laying down the law. I would note we are sitting on a committee where multiple members of this committee, the senior Democrats in the committee, happily filibustered Judge Janice Rogers Brown. A very qualified African-American woman nominated to the D.C. Circuit. And they did so precisely because they wanted to prevent Judge Brown from becoming Justice Brown, the first African-American woman. Joe Biden was among the Democrats filibustering the first African-American woman nominated the D.C. Circuit. The senior Democrats on this committee also filibustered Miguel Estrada. As the staff for Senator Ted Kennedy said in writing at the time, the Democrats filibustered Miguel Estrada, quote, because he is Hispanic. They were explicitly racial. If you dare, if you are Hispanic or African-American and you dare depart from their political orthodoxy, they will crush you, they will attack you, they will slander you, they will filibuster you. So this is not about race. Right. Setting them straight. The media should be all over this, but they're not. Just like they're not on the Hunter Biden laptop. Here's Jen Psaki the other day. Listen to what she talks about when she's talking about the, or someone's asking her, not from the big newspapers, not from the big networks. It has to take someone who's trying to be a real reporter asking her about the laptop. Listen to what she does. Conflicts of interest in foreign affairs. Uh, the first brief clarification is uh, the New York Times reported this week that the first son remains under criminal investigation. Does the president still intend to stay out of that case? Yes, it's the Department of Justice, and I'll point you to them. And uh, my two questions about conflicts of interest in foreign affairs. First, I have a question about Russia, and then one about China. Um, on Russia, uh, you told me last year that you were unfamiliar with the Senate report that alleged that the first son, or a company linked to the first son, received $3.5 million 
from the richest woman in Russia. Uh, subsequent reporting indicates that President Biden, when he was vice president, had a dinner in Georgetown with the same woman in 2015. Um, this uh, Yelena Batarina, she has not been sanctioned yet by the U.S. government. How is President Biden navigating conflicts of interest when it comes to uh, sanctioning people who have done business with his family? And can you explain to us what this $3.5 million was for? I don't have any confirmation of the accuracy of that report, so I have no more further details. About the conflicts of interest, though, how he's navigating those when deciding sanctions. What would be his conflicts of interest? Uh, well, his son's company allegedly got $3.5 million. From which I have no confirmation of, and he has continued to sanction oligarchs more than we've ever sanctioned in the past. So I'm not sure that's but a conflict of interest. No. Go ahead. No. Thank you. Yes, Go ahead. I think we're moving on because we got to get some more people. Go ahead. My, my, my question. My question about. The conflict of interest when it comes to China is last year the first son's attorney said that he divested from a Chinese investment fund controlled by Chinese state-owned entities. Uh, we have received not even basic transparency about who bought out his stake, when this happened, and how much money changed hands. Did he actually divest? And if so, can you agree He's to basic He's a private citizen. He doesn't work for the government. I'd point you to his representatives. Thank you. I think we're done here. Thank you very much. I Go ahead. think we're done here. You listen to Live with Rank, 269-441-9595. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. I appreciate that very, very much. I played that for the Supreme Court nominee, Miss Jackson, uh, just so you guys know. Here's what I think we need to be concerned about when it comes to someone who's so partisan, so ideologically driven, should not be on any bench if her response, did she not know she was going to get this question? If her response to what's the definition of a woman, the best she can come with, up with is, I don't know, I'm not a biologist. That's scary if she gets on the court. That's very scary. We're told she's brilliant. We're told she's a world-famous scholar. She could have came up with something else. Like one of you wrote to me. Who is it? Alex. XX genotype. See how easy that was? To define a woman. She could have said, well, of course I'm a woman. That's why I'm here. Joe Biden said he's going to nominate a black woman. That's why I'm here. And how does he know that she's a woman? Again, did a biologist tell him that? I, I told you guys yesterday. That's what I focused in on. Everybody else was focusing on the fact that she wouldn't define what a woman is. I focused on the fact that she said, I'm not a biologist. And most people, I did see uh, one host last night that uh, had brought up the fact that saying I'm not a biologist is what really tripped it for me. The fact that she wouldn't answer it, that was scary enough. But then to justify it saying, well, I, I don't know who's a woman or a man or a boy or a girl. I'm not a biologist. 
So then why do you say you have two daughters? Or please give us the report from the quote-unquote biologists saying they're daughters. And here's the problem. It's 2022. And the power of science, the power of literature is crumbling before our face with the trans lobby. So she has all these academic credentials. But just pause for a second and think about, as one person said last night, awe-inspiring stupidity of her answer. As I said earlier, I heard someone last night say about a vet. How do you know you have a dog? How do you know you have a cat if you're not a vet? Same thing is, how do you know it's raining? I'm not a meteorologist. Now, it is very revealing, I think, of where we are today. And let's just not breeze over this. Let's just not say that's politics. Someone told me this morning, "Ah, that's just the nomination bloody process. Because they don't want to think about it or go deep into it. You remember when Joe Biden, during a debate, talked about women and how they are to be protected. So if guys were to fight each other, that's guys fighting. You know, they'll often say, take it outside, work it out. What if a guy, this came up last night too, what if a guy punched a woman? Would they say, take it out? Well, now they have to. There can't be a, a difference between a man punching a woman and a man punching a man. Everything's equal, right? Do you really want to live in that society? I don't want to live in that society. I don't want it to be like that. But you can't sit there and say to us and drill in all our heads that women are just like men or there's no distinction. Distinction, And then say, well, you can't beat a woman if it's any different than beating a man. Do you remember Joe Biden saying, talking about that? And he said, we've got to punch it in and punch it in or keep on punching at it. Keep, it was ridiculous. He was talking about women getting hit and then he kept talking about keep on punching at it. Keep on punching at it. I don't want to live in a world with such moral depravity. And it has important, the fact that she's, she's going down this route is important. The claim that we can't say who's a man or who's a woman, that could transform the way we administer justice. Where? The anti-discrimination laws. We've now got to take out all of the you know, laws that deal with sex or gender. If you can't say for certain, as this judge can't, who's a woman, how are you going to enforce any of these laws? Joe Biden has a uh, Violence Against Women Act. 
Yeah, got to get rid of that one. We don't know who's a woman and who's not. Or they don't. The Trump administration, and that's the hilarious part. We hear that the quote-unquote educated women in the suburbs hurt Trump on the vote. Yet it was Trump trying to protect the women in his administration. They tried to preserve Title IX, which now, under the Democrats' thought, has to be taken away. Because they are accepting that we don't know who is a woman and who's not, who is a man and who's not, unless you're a biologist. They said the concept of sex, as defined in the law, derives from biology, not from how you're feeling about your personal identity on any particular date. That's what the Trump administration was arguing about when it came to Title IX. So what did the ACLU come out and say? They're trying to erase trans people. The ACLU and all the left is trying to erase the genders, the sexes. But again, the point of what they're doing or attempting to do is what? Is make you accept a lie. That's what they're trying to do. Because if they can make you accept a lie, well, now they got control over you. I heard a great piece last night, or a point. I I can't remember. It was the gentleman from OutKick, Jason Whitlock. We've had him on before. He said she is not, and he's a black man, so you guys on the left, we got to, Point that out. He said she is not committed to the truth. I think that's fair to say. If she can't determine what a woman is, she's not committed to the truth. And then he brought up a saying from a 16th century Frenchman, Voltaire, who said, quote, those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities, end quote. Very good point. Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. And what's an absurdity? The fact that I don't know what a woman is. I don't know what a man is. I don't know what an Asian is. I don't know what a black person is. I don't know what a white person is. I don't know. Can I be a black person and sue for civil discrimination? If I feel in my mind that I truly am a black person or an Asian person, Can I say I'm an Asian person and sue Harvard for discriminating against me? That's the deeper part. They're trying to get you to accept a lie. And it's working for a lot of people out there. That's why they demand that you say that they're men or women when they're not. They don't care about the transgender people. How many times do I have to point to these things where they tell you they care and then I can show you by the way they vote, by what they uh, spend money on, that they don't. They just want to control your brain. And if they they must laugh at those of you who accept this, that I can't believe... They're accepting this. 
So it's not about trans people. It's all about us and then censoring us. I'll tell you a little more coming up right after this. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. You're listening to Live with Rank, and I appreciate that. Before we get back into the mind control or what they're actually trying to do, I want to inform you guys or enlighten you one more time this week about my pure health. I told you earlier in the week about an email I received from one of you. He wrote, quote, last summer I struggled to lose weight. In four months, lost 10 to 12 pounds, mostly water weight. In December, I signed up for my pure health. I've lost another 30 pounds, 27 pounds of visceral fat and several inches. I put four new holes in my belt and I'm on the last one. My metabolic age went from 84 to 54. The ladies are great, extremely supportive. Rank, I listen to you. All I can say is it worked for me, end quote. All I'm asking you to do, if you are struggling with your weight or your health, as I've always said, my issue when I took this up was purely weight. I could care less about my health. But it's really now why I'm happy after going through what we went through with the pandemic the health is what really it was important. And the side effect of losing weight, a lot of weight for me, was good, obviously, positive. So just give them a call. Find out if this is for you. They're not pressure people. They'll answer all your questions. Tell them Rank sent you. And just lay it all on the line. Part of the difference is My Pure Health will help you figure out that root cause of your weight loss struggle. It jumpstarts your metabolism, balances your hormones. I tell you all the time this. It gets rid of the hidden and unwanted toxins and resets your metabolism. Just in time for what? Summer's coming up. So do you want to get healthy or lose weight? Call 269-964-4044. Once again, call them at 269-964-4044 and ask them anything you want. Now, I was telling you before, we're kind of having fun with uh, this U.S. Supreme Court nominee. I I think it's serious business. I I don't think she should be put forward. One of you wrote to me and said, hey, what do you think about Joe Manchin? Where Where is he on this? Don't know. I don't know. I assume he'll vote with the party on this one. But it's much more deeper. Remember, everything that happens is planned out. It's much more deeper than you think. They want you to accept a lie. That a man is a woman and a woman is a man or whatever. Now, you should accept that a person wants to be a woman. Fine. But don't tell me you're biologically or scientifically or whatever a a woman. For the law's sake, you can't be a woman. But accept, you want to be a woman, be a woman. You want to be a man, be a man. You want to be a squirrel, be a squirrel. I don't care. I really don't care. But don't force me to look at a squirrel and say that's a rabbit. Don't force me to look at a cow and say it's a horse. That's all. That's all. Is that too much to ask for? Be a woman. 
be a man, but they want to control your mind. They want you to live a lie, admit a lie. And then, as you're seeing what's going on with the social media sites, then they'll censor you if you don't do as they tell you. Twitter is getting, it's worse under this new guy. If you're on Twitter, you've got to leave. And ask, or ask yourself, why aren't you on Twitter anymore? Go on Gitter, G-E-T-T-R. That's where I'm at. Look me up at Live with Rank. I left Twitter. Now, what's interesting is I see all these big shots, national people who talk about the danger of Twitter, but they still have Twitter handles. Why? I finally let mine go. I promised you, I said I would, once I know where I wanted to go. And that was Gitter. And what's happening? There's no attempt here for them to persuade you in one way or the other. They just demand it. There's no fact-based argument. You can't respond to people who don't want to hear anything you have to say unless you say what they want you to say. Twitter's now run by a guy who came here. He's from a foreign country and could care less about our Constitution. And he literally said he doesn't care about free speech. He came here as an adult, got a degree as uh, Stanford. Now he controls Twitter. Uh, Twitter. He said this recently, quote, our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment. Our role is to serve a healthy public conversation, and our moves are reflective of things that we believe lead to a healthier public conversation. These kinds of things that we do to work about this is to focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. One of the changes today that we see is speech is easy on the Internet. Most people can speak. But our role, which is particularly emphasized, is who can be heard. Wow. Doesn't care about free speech. And what's a healthy public conversation? And the obvious question, who decides what's a healthy public conversation? Why they do. So the new standard isn't your right as a citizen to say what you believe is true. The new standard with these social media companies is achieving something called healthy public conversation. And they will tell you what they believe is considered healthy public conversation. And healthy public conversation to them is a dog is a cat. A squirrel is a rabbit. A cow is a horse. A woman is a man. A man is a woman. That's what they believe. So you believe a lie. Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m. You listen live with For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.